Hello there and welcome to the Thanksgiving week edition of the usually serviceable, hopelessly miscast GCT podcast. And today, it's no women allowed, apparently. That's right. Uh, no really, it's dogs allowed. <laughs> no, no women are here. That's really what it is. They are tired of our uh, our garbage. Yeah, like. that's and that's typical for women with us. Yeah. Um, it's a theme. <clears throat> so, Paul here with Brian, and uh, yep. this will be kind of a mini pod today. Uh, we have another one that we recorded last Friday with uh, all four of us, that being Brian, myself, Christina, and our newest addition, Robin. Who her family was rather excited that she got added as a regular. I mean, it's like we were in season eight of our whatever running sitcom we had, and she finally got put on the bill as no longer a guest star. Yeah, no, you got to realize, but by the time you hit season eight, your best years are behind you anyway. Yeah, exactly. I mean, by that time, you know, someone's died off, and someone is. Yeah, it's just not. It's not as good. Yeah. So good job, Robin, making it for uh, Plan C. Um. So, like I said, we'll we'll do a few features today, but not a ton. We can't finish our uh, bracketology from the last podcast where we looked at some of the worst ideas uh, for sequels, for musicals and non-musicals, but we'll get back to that when the ladies are here so we can finish that proper. Uh, but we do have some things for you. First one I have uh, is I, until I got into theater, which was – probably in earnest about five years ago. I, you know, I had watched theater and things like that, but I'd never really gotten into seeing searching and reading theater reviews, but I was told theater reviews can be so much more savage than movie reviews. And I would agree with that. Yeah. So, and and you've seen a lot of Broadway shows compared to, I mean, I haven't seen any, so we've really got to change that. Yeah, we've got to change that. Once COVID's over, we'll all change that. I I need to be taken to New York, and Brian needs to be taken to Vegas. So, yeah, we get we got to do New York first, though. There's some cruel reviews you can get in Vegas too, just not theater. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll work on that. So, if you'd like to sponsor our trip to New York, please contact us at. Uh, well, yeah. we'll find you. Just yeah, let us know somehow. <laughs> Actually, listen to the podcast first, and then comment. And if you pay for the trip, you can come with us. Maybe. Yeah, most people. Not everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> we have to screen you first. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I've been told, and you can probably validate or invalidate this statement, that over the years, people, uh, the, one, the one name that always came up when you look for like cruel theater reviews online is Ben Brantley from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when you Google him, He's got, you know, three decades more of reviews. And they say in New York, if you're on Broadway, off Broadway, or even off off Broadway, if Brantley reviews your show and savages it, it, it's it's really bad. Not as much these days, I'm sure, with print becoming a thing of the past, but still does online reviews and can savage a show. Mm -hmm. So I did find a... uh, courtesy of broadwayworld.com uh, it doesn't always have the best features but this one I thought was pretty funny people put up Ben Brantley's cruelest theater reviews mm. and because I myself have only been part of a, an actual review locally once and I don't remember what I, was said about me it was something kind of vanilla 
Brian has been savaged in a review before. I have. So, and that's I part never, of the hopelessly miscast. Yeah, I mean, that's where our, the, the name of the podcast comes from. Yeah. Um, but um, they say you haven't really lived as an actor until you've been, you know, trashed <laughs> at least once in a review. So I, I have, uh, I now have lived as an actor, so <laughs> yes. to say the least. Yeah. But I, I will say whatever um, uh, any theater critic uh, would say about my performances as nut does not hold a candle to the things my wife typically says about my performances. <laughs> right. So I, my, my, my skin is pretty, pretty tough from right. having to deal with her. <laughs> She's brutally Frank. Um, well, and the thing, interestingly enough, the review you did get savaged on that we joke about all the time. Yeah. Yeah. She Dr- actually Dracula, loved Dracula. you in that show. She, uh, yes, she did. So I tend to think her interpretation of my performance was better than the reviewers. So uh, I'm just going to go with, with her. So Yeah, and, and I would agree. Um, so uh, looking at some of these, and there's a lot, I mean, as you would imagine, from a 30-plus year career of reviewing Broadway shows. But So I just want to read some, uh, some snippets because I think they're pretty – they're funny to read. Mm-hmm. It would not be funny if I was in the show, but even so, it's like, you know, Broadway shows, I've always told people in theater – the ones who take it too seriously, especially in a community theater environment, you're, you know, and this is not meant to be a shot at anything. So it's meant to be just a joke. You're not curing cancer here. You're not saving the manatees by acting in theater. You're providing art for people, which I think is very admirable and great, but don't take it for more than it is. So that said, I would say that it's easy for me to say, but if I got savage in a review, I would just kind of be like, okay, whatever. Um, so, but these are about shows themselves, not necessarily the actors. So starting with uh, the Dracula, the musical show. <laughs> so, and a lot of people savaged that show. We have but, a copy of it here actually in the theater. Oh, well. We have a, we have Dracula, the musical over on the script show. Well, this this will make you want to go read it. So some snippets from that review. Expectations were exceedingly low for this latest offering from the unstoppable Mr. Wildhorn, the composer of the expensively dressed clunkers Jekyll and Hyde, the Scarlet Pimpernel, and the Civil War. So he just tore down four of his shows all in the same sentence. And expectations have not been disappointed. So go ahead. Take your shots. Say something if you must about toothlessness or bloodlessness or the kindness of hammering stakes into the hearts of undead shows. Mm. Think of every appropriate var- variation you can involving the verbs to bite and to suck. So Cool. Yeah. Lots of implied meaning there. Well, I didn't realize Wildhorn had written all those uh, plays. Uh, musicals. I knew, I, I knew, I knew uh, Dracula and Jekyll and Hyde. I had been told once about the Civil War, but the, I was like... Jekyll and Hyde's not that bad i don't think it is i think it's pretty good i think jekyll and hyde is a really good show uh, especially Scar- the music scarlet pimpernel is decent uh it's, it's not the worst i thing never I've saw ever that heard. one so music's good um so another one and these are not all uh frank wildhorn shows high fidelity oh that's not good he, he didn't like it apparently no. Quote, a new musical is said to have opened last night on Broadway. I mean, I saw it, or I think I did. It's called, uh, wait a minute, it'll come to me. Got it, High Fidelity. 
And if I close my eyes and concentrate really hard, I just might be able to describe a show that erases itself from your memory even as you watch it, unquote. Okay. Well, good, good, good to know that. That was actually uh, one that we, well, at least I don't know how far. I, I was glancing at the script as a potential to put on for play finding, but if it's that boring, then maybe I've not. I've never seen it. I love the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, that was why I was looking at it because I, I knew the movie and familiar titles work well out here generally so yes i i agree and it i think that one has some name recognition and i you know it's i don't i wouldn't necessarily just let us take his word for it but yeah we'd have to watch it so the little mermaid which i not a disney guy anyway so this one kind of makes me laugh even more mm-hmm. very short quote loved the shoes loathed the sh- the show Okay, I exaggerate. I didn't like the shoes all that much. Unquote. Wow. Okay. So, good job, Disney. I, I, I would guess of the ones they've done, um, as far as you know, making musicals or movies, that would have to be the least favorite, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, you got Lion King, which is successful. Aladdin, successful. Beauty yeah, and the very Beast, successful. But yeah, Little Mermaid just kind of opened and shut with a whimper. Pretty much, yeah. I, I didn't even realize it'd been a musical until somebody told uh, me. Someone was, uh, someone in town was in that. Well, they're not in town anymore, but uh, uh, Cody, Han- one of the Hanford kids was in was Flounder. Oh, in Little Mermaid when it was on Broadway, I think. So I did not know that. There's a Memphis connection to that show. Well, uh, take pride, and then uh, it's a Memphis connection, but not us, apparently. Yeah, no, not us. Not us. Um, so let's see, a couple more. Cry Baby. Which I always knew this is a movie with Johnny Depp, but I guess it's a musical. Uh, quote, brace yourself, brace yourself for a shock, gentle theater goer. There's no delicate way of putting this. Crybaby, the latest Broadway musical based on a John Waters movie, there you go, is tasteless. When I said tasteless, I meant without flavor, sweet, salty, putrid, or otherwise. This show... In Search of an Identity has all the saliva-stirring properties of weak-old pre-chewed gum. Well, it is very popular on Broadway instead of coming up with original concepts to just take a movie and, hey, let's throw some songs in it. Um, Because it's easier, I guess. I guess it's easier to get producers on board. You don't have to explain a show to them. Right. Um... I dare say most of what's on Broadway anymore is not original to Broadway. I'm trying to go go through my head, think what's there. I mean, Hamilton clearly was it was originally Broadway. Book of Mormon was originally Broadway, but you could also kind of tie Book of Mormon back to um, South Park, bigger, longer, uncut, and say, well, imagine that movie. And, and that's that's kind of what you're you're getting on stage. But yeah, I, I I think that's kind of a it's either an old revival of something, or it's based off of a movie anymore, which right. is which is unfortunate. Yeah, agreed. So and then the last one I'll read or jukebox musical. There's tons of those too. Yes, that is very true. And certain theaters love to do nothing but those. It seems yeah. like. Well, you know, huh? hey, if they work, and if they bring the butts in the seats, I mean. Sell some tickets, you know. Yeah. Money is still king. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody said my favorite was for Good Vibrations. I, I think that's the Beach Boy show, isn't it? 
I didn't know there was a Beach Boy shirt. Yeah, I, I think would it assume is. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Um, even those who believe everything on this planet is here for a purpose may at first have trouble justifying the existence of good vibrations. <laughs> the singing headache that opened last night at the Eugene O'Neill Theater. But audience members strong enough to sit through this rickety jukebox of a show, which manages to purge all catchiness from the surprise, surpassingly catchy hits of the Beach Boys, will discover that this the production does have a reason to be, and a noble one. Good vibration sacrifices itself night after night, and with considerable anguish to make all other musicals on Broadway look good. That's a pretty scathing one, I'd say. That's pretty. It's pretty tough. That's, yeah, that is very, very tough. I think. I think I might get at least a little mad if I'm in the cast for that and work my ass off, and that's the review I get. Well, at least you're getting paid. So. Yeah, that's true. If it was community theater, we would be getting nothing. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, uh, Chris Davis is, I, I believe, fully retired from the theater review bit in town, but. Um, at least generally he would give you an opinion about a show where so many quote reviews are more like synopsises right of uh what the show's about and who's in it um which you know is not really a review so and i understand particularly in town locally the community is not big enough uh to really have a true reviewer because you know everybody, and you, if you know everybody and you're friends with everybody, how can you write a bad review for, for your friend? Because then you won't have any friends for you. <laughs> yeah. so. Won't last long. No. So, okay, yeah, so that, that was a few reviews that uh, are out there from from Ben Brantley. I'm not going to say our friend Ben Brantley, but Ben yeah, Brantley. We, we don't know him yeah. uh, personally. Definitely not, so. So now it's uh, Brian but if you're a, if you're if you're listening, Ben, uh, if you ever want a free ticket to GCT to come review one of our productions, <laughs> yeah, just uh, we'll take. It. Well, just hit me up. We'll uh, we'll get you in the house. Yes. For it. So Ooh, can you imagine how Sav- Savage's reviews oh, would be for our shows? It'd be great. I can think of some names that I'm not going to say out loud <laughs> uh, because we could probably think of the same ones. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. Very quickly. <laughs> so yeah. So now Brian has a feature. That's right. It's a bracketology style, like you said. Brackets. So bring uh, it. You're going to put this up Friday? Is that the... the yeah, I'll put it up Friday this Friday. So, yeah. the so everyone's in food comas. And uh, uh, we're going to do a bracketology of the worst Thanksgiving sides. And by bracketology, uh, Paul's going to decide. Because he's right. the only one here. All right. Are you ready? Are you excited? I, I'm pumped. Okay. I'm psyched for this because right. food, food and me go together like fat and man. So... Uh, and the one, the one at sixteen matchup, uh, our uh, ranked number one is canned cranberry sauce, and the sixteenth seed is boiled Brussels sprouts. Ooh, ooh, wow! This is definitely we're already in the poo poo platter here. So this is the food you would want to eat the of the the More sixteen. Than the other one? Yes. So the the best of the worst sixteen for you. Okay. This this is like no contest. Uh, I don't like either one, but the cranberry sauce. Okay, you're going cranberry sauce. Yeah, because Brussels sprouts. No. I, I, yeah. No. Okay. I'm not shocked there. All right. So, uh, and I, I like cranberry sauce, and I like the the canned kind. I don't like the fresh. I mean, I, I just like that gelatin cranberry sauce. I know it's terrible. 
but <laughs> he's I, a cheap date, folks. I like it. I, I do like it. Okay, uh, the two fifteen. Uh, just plain old boiled vegetables with just cut up peas, carrots, and corn. Sounds riveting. Like veg all. Yeah, it's basically veg all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Or creamed spinach. Hmm. Yeah, this is a little tougher. Tough as in... You have to eat a a dish of this for a million dollars. Which one do you pick? For a million, I might eat both if I get doubled up. If that's a plus 200 bet. Um, No, but it's just a plus I would have to say I'm going to go with the spinach. Spinach, okay. Yes. And part of that is because I have some really good friends from my Air Force days who uh, they, the, the, she, the wife, just adores veg all. And as soon as you described what was in the straight up vegetables, I was like, that sounds like veg all. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, just out of principle, I'm going to say no <laughs> to the veg all platter thing Fair enough. that you Fair threw enough. out. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, 314 matchup. Uh, sweet potato casserole versus cranberry relish, which is the chunky kind of mushed cranberries with a little bit of sugar oh, like and water. Oh, the pickled stuff? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, this is no contest. Sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato. Because I actually will eat that. Oh. Okay. Especially if it's got the pecans and the brown sugar on top. So an actual dish you like. Yeah, I do like that. Uh, you may have a favorite to win this thing. <laughs> that, that's an, it's in the house, the early. <laughs> it's a minus 150 already. There we go. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. The, uh, yeah, this next one, I just, I've never understood why, uh, why it exists. Um, ambrosia salad. God. <laughs> or butternut squash soup. Ooh, man. Another poo poo platter here. <laughs> uh, man, I, I was like, can I pass? Can they? Can they have a no contest draw? You have to. You have to. Again, this is a. You have to eat a pound of this, and they'll give you a million, oh. a million dollars to eat a pound of one of these. Which one are you eating for a million dollars? Because you'll eat. You'll eat one for a million dollars for sure. Which, if that's the case, I guess I'd go for the squash soup because I could just drink it for the most part. Okay. You would have to uh, get I might all need the varying f- textures of the ambrosia salad yeah, with the marshmallows no, no. and the, some that's, fruit that's cold, some that's uh, cooked, <laughs> some is chunky and some is mushy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, Are you saying you like that stuff? No, uh, it's, not, <laughs> it's not my thing. But uh, I didn't figure. The way you responded just by reading it. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, that, that is not my preference to uh, eat any of that. Thirteen. So, soup takes the day there. Okay, that's exciting. We got we got some upsets here. Yeah, there's a lot of upsets. Okay. Uh, I like how you have pictures over there. These things. Oof, yeah, I know it helps too. So, thankfully, no one in my family makes these. I've seen them before, but oof. okay. And I, I have a feeling there's no way, and I don't even know what it's going up against yet, that you're going to pick this one. Oh, God, no. Yeah, okay. So here we go. Uh, creamed onions. <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's like 
you get the tiny little onions, you take the peel off, and you throw them in a soup bowl, and like put some like chicken broth on them and cook them, and that's <laughs> usually some butter and stuff. Yeah. <sighs> and that's 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 the dish, just tiny onions <laughs> versus wet stuffing. Wet stuffing. What would constitute wet stuffing? So wet stuffing is the if you actually put homemade stuffing in the cavity of your bird. Oh, so okay. it, it tends to be like bread and oyster stuffing yeah, and stuff it, it like that. It tends to be a way too wet for you know. Well, it kind of like becomes a mush. Yeah, you know? it's it's like snotty stuffing. Yeah, yeah. Because my grandmother used to actually make that. And she would make bread stuffing in a turkey. Mm-hmm. So I have had to eat that. I have can say I've never eaten the onions, but I definitely wouldn't eat those. So I'll take the wet stuffing. Wet stuffing. Because that, that sounds like something when I was at officer training school, the first half, we had three minutes to eat every meal. <laughs> and you learned quick, don't get something you have to chew. And they had some of those really not thick mashed potatoes and stuff. That was like the number one thing of choice, uh, and because you could basically just shove it in your mouth and just let it fall down into yeah. your stomach. That's what wet stuffing is kind of like. Yes, it is exactly what it's like. Okay, crudita uh, or potatoes au gratin. Uh, au gratin. Take the I didn't think that would be much of a contest. Yeah, there. that's. I mean, it's potatoes. I generally will eat most kind of potatoes. I Actually, don't really like all gratin, like scalloped potatoes. I think that's the same thing, basically. Yeah, it but is. it is. Yeah. Uh, they get cold so fast. Yeah. Like mac and cheese, it gets cold really fast. It does. You're right. So that's the thing. I you know, and if you don't cook scalloped or all gratin potatoes all the way through, it's like eating sauced chips. Nasty. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So now this next one, I think it's important to remember that it's Thanksgiving. Okay. And while one of these you might eat normally, it just doesn't go with Thanksgiving, at least in my mind. Okay. Right. So, uh, your first one is corn pudding versus mac and cheese. So are you say mac and cheese just doesn't really go. It's with not Thanksgiving. a Thanksgiving dish. I agree. It's not. It's not uh, tied to Thanksgiving. That said, I'll take mac and cheese. Okay. Mac and cheese. All right. So, I mean, if it's like very good baked mac and cheese, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I can handle that. I mean, if somebody gets out the box of craft with the uh, cheesy sauce in it, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you really, that was part of your Thanksgiving decision. Yeah, not so much. Now, this one, I think, is somewhat controversial. It's an 8-9 matchup. Um, this is pl- plain old caramelized sweet potatoes. So it's just it's oh. not, it's not the casserole. Okay. It's just cut up sweet potatoes, typically cooked. First you bake them, then you cut them up, and then you throw them in some uh, brown sugar and orange juice in a, a, you know, a, a pan. Yeah, basically a can of yams. Uh-huh. Uh, versus green bean casserole. Well, I will say that my father, of the few things he passed along to me other than trauma, um, <laughs> he was a fiend for green bean casserole. 
yeah, my wife has too. <laughs> Loves so. it. For that reason, I will choose the yams. Sweet potatoes. Um, <laughs> not because of your wife, because of my dad. Sorry, Ray Ray. It's, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I will eat green beans. I sort of tolerate them. Okay. If I have to eat a green, they're not my favorite, but I can eat them sort of thing. Fair enough. But this is an 8-9, so it's a close matchup anyway. Okay. All right, so here we're at. Uh, now we're going uh, one versus eight. Cranberry sauce, the out of the gelled thing, Ugh. versus uh, caramelized sweet potatoes we just talked about. Wow. Uh, I think that's to go with the cranberry sauce. Okay. Cranberry sauce is moving on. At least that will have some fruity flavor to it, mm-hmm. not taste like shit out of a can like the yams will you know there's so much of the there's very little uh acid tastes or uh or sour taste in the the thanksgiving dinner which i think is kind of what cranberry sauce adds to right. that uh, meal um okay number five versus number 13 i believe this was a bit of an upset stuffing versus butternut squash soup wet stuffing so it's, so, so, soggy, gloopy stuffing versus butternut squash soup. Um, and the soup is the 13 seed? Yes. Actually, stuffing was 12 and soup was 13. Okay. All right. I'll keep the Cinderella story going. I'll take the soup. Soup? Yeah. Okay. I never Because I can see my grandmother now spooning out that wet stuffing. Yeah. And just her just holding it up and going, plop. look, doesn't that look good? Just the sound it makes when it hits that plate. Yes. Like a plop. Yeah. I'm not going to say what that plop sounds like, but. Uh, like a wet dog do- dookie. Yeah. There you go. That I'll you're looking it. at going, I got to clean that up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You turd. Ugh. I hate you, dog. In a battle of the starches. Oh. Potatoes au gratin or sweet potato casserole? Sweet potato casserole. And. Uh, just became a minus 500 favorite. I know. It's, it's, I have a feeling I know where this one's going. Uh, mac and cheese versus uh, cream spinach. Mac and cheese. I, I'm, you know I'm not a greens guy anyway. No. I would eat the spinach if I had to, but. It just, it just, I'm sorry. Mac and cheese is so wrong. At, at <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't fit. It, it shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, all right. Final four. Cranberry sauce, cranberry um, sauce versus butternut squash soup. Cranberry sauce. All right, it's keeping on going. I I think sweet potato casserole versus mac and cheese. Oh yeah, mac and cheese. Goodbye. All right, and the final. Actually, two very classic Thanksgiving foods. I think I know where we're going here, but cranberry sauce versus sweet potato casserole. And this is a one versus three. This ended up being, yeah, one versus three. So yep. we still almost ended up chalk for the whole thing. Yep. I'll go with the sweet potato casserole. Yeah. Sweet you might go with casserole. cranberry, wouldn't you? I would absolutely. I don't like sweet potatoes at all. So uh, I, I do like sweet potatoes. Uh, sweet potatoes, either neither one of the sweet potatoes would have made it past the first round for me because oh. I just don't care. So I'll throw a couple of honorable mentions in here. Okay. Um, I, I like the list. There's some good ones. Um, one of them, which I'd never experienced until, uh, my wife at the time, my fiance, I started going with her to, she has some, let's say some, uh, more rural family members on one side. 
mm-hmm. who meet up every Thanksgiving and every Christmas um, in a adjacent county to ours mm-hmm. in the backwoods. And they, for some reason, over the last few years have decided, because a lot of them are hunters and fishermen and They've decided it's a good idea. Well, one year they decided to only put that out. They decided it's a good idea to have like actual wild turkey. Oh, okay. Uh, which I, I I'm I'll, I'll say I've been a prim and proper city boy in that regard all my life, uh, and that turkey tastes gamey as hell. Mm-hmm. Can't stand it. Even when you look at it and they've cut it up nicely, but you can see. It looks like one of those cheesecakes with the chocolate swirl in it. Yeah. It's got swirl in it, and I see the meat. And I'm like, no, not eating that. So the one year they put out nothing but that, apparently so many people complained. They realized, well, just because the six of us like to go out and shoot things and then eat what we shot, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> so here's an, uh, just a, a bonus round. Turkey, would you like it roasted? Smoked or deep fried? You know, I'm I, I'm generally pretty good with any of those. Um, if I had to choose, smoked would be third, but it's close third. I think. I mean, I think I'm still partial to roasted. Okay, but I like the other two. I mean, they they're not far off. It's mm-hmm. not a huge drop off. And do you prefer turkey or ham? Turkey. Okay. I eat the ham if they have it out, but I prefer turkey. Good. And you're a lot a good, of times, you're a good American. A lot of times at Christmas, people will go more ham than turkey. I, it's, I'll eat that too. We start a new um, Christmas tradition where now I smoke a pork butt for Christmas instead of. I prefer or ham. that than to have like the country ham type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think those like the honey baked ham, like my family loves them, but they're just overly sweet. You know. Yeah. So. Agreed. So of the foods, um, and again. That, that we talked about today, how many will have been on your uh, menu yesterday? How many would you have seen? Not necessarily did you eat, but how many uh, do you expect to have an option to eat? In a normal non-COVID Thanksgiving, I bet at least eight or nine of those would have been either at the country gathering or at my mother's, which we usually do at night. Hmm. Uh, most of them at the country gathering. The ambrosia for sure. Yeah. That would have been there. Yeah, my granny makes the... Makes the ambrosia salad. That's, well, and there's that is a thing. The other stand. honorable mention I was going to throw out was a dessert, which is at the country gathering every year, and it's uh, it's I would call it fudge, but mm-hmm. it's kind of that peanut butter fudge stuff that nobody really knows how to make except if you do live in the backwoods. Mm-hmm. And I just I know my grandfather on my mom's side used to know how to make it. And it's just one of those things where he would just throw a bunch of chocolate bark together with peanut butter, throw it all on wax paper, and then just form it into squares. Mm. And it's I I love chocolate. I love peanut butter. I cannot stand peanut butter fudge. Huh. Because okay. it's, fudge to me is disgusting in the texture. Okay. It's a texture thing. But, pe- yeah, peanut butter fudge, it's like... I love Reese's Cups, but that's because it doesn't taste the same to me. Mm. Some do people you, say it does. I disagree. Do you like? Uh, do you know what a Buckeye is? No. Okay. 
I don't know if you would like them or not. It's more peanut butter than it's like more. It's like a peanut butter ball with like chocolate drizzled on the outside. I mean, I my my grandmother on my dad's side used to make chocolate peanut butter balls. <clears throat> I think it's probably the same thing. So, She's and I, I would eat those. Yeah, she made them. They were really rich. You know, even as a kid, I could only eat like four or five, and I had to stop. Mm-hmm. One thing that she taught me to make though that I really I didn't think I would like, and I became addicted to them, and so I stopped making them. Uh, is to put peanut, make a Ritz peanut butter cracker sandwich, and then cover those in cho- melted chocolate bark. Hmm, okay. Put it on wax paper, let the chocolate melt or dry, harden. Excuse me, not melt, harden, and then you have chocolate encased Ritz peanut butter cracker sandwich. Gotcha. And that those are really rich, and they sound like ooh. I can only eat one or two of those. I think I made those one year and I slammed about 20 of them Oof. at the same gathering and probably was five pounds heavier getting up. But yeah. yeah. And also made the mistake of drinking a lot of alcohol with those and had a major headache the next morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, lesson learned. Lesson learned. So, well, I hope uh, all of our no listeners were responsible yesterday and didn't give their grandparents COVID. Um, yeah, please, please, uh, you know. Hopefully, you're not one of the million plus that flew yesterday on uh, over the past Monday. Week, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and mm. probably five million of you that flew the whole week. Yes, I, you know, I, I think we both total Brian and I totally get family. We both have family that live not here, and it'd be nice to see them. I'd rather have a few more decades to see them than just this one year. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Absolutely. Oh, I have a, uh, have I do have a rant for today before we close. Oh, we're, I, we'll get to that. Oh, I was gonna say I think our food's here. So. Oh, okay. Well, so, go ahead and bring your rant. Then. Uh, it's time. It's time to rant a bit. So, kind of on the topics of food, one of the most amazing foods that exist is bacon. Correct. Would you agree that bacon? Uh, is just yes, amazing? I would agree. Uh, it, it is delicious. Uh, salty. It's savory. It's great. Yes. Um. The blasphemy that is turkey bacon (laughs) whoever decided that we could just substitute turkey bacon for real bacon is an evil evil person because it smells bad the texture is off you can't even tell when it's cooked all the way yeah it doesn't change colors there's very little frying that goes on it's just and if you if you're a person that tries to you know make eggs and bacon for like breakfast and try to pass that off as bacon you should be ashamed of yourself i agree wholeheartedly uh when turkey bacon was becoming a thing i tried it for a little while and i found in cooking it because i i've my mom always cooked bacon in the oven uh I've just always cooked it in a skillet. My grandmother taught me to cook it in an old iron skillet, which I have her old iron skillets. Uh, but I know how to make bacon. I feel like pretty damn well in, a, in any kind of skillet. And, uh, you know, when I make turkey, if I make turkey bacon in a skillet, it goes quickly from totally uncooked to crisp as hell mm-hmm. in about five seconds. Uh if you're not watching it and well, even if you watch it, it doesn't, the appearance doesn't change enough. Right. You really have an idea what's going on. You can't tell that it's browning or going from 
you know, light colored to red to brown. You can't tell. Yeah. So regular bacon, I like that I, I have a method and I can cook it where it's cooked but floppier or cooked and crisp. Mm-hmm. And some people in my house like it, you know, almost to the point of burn where it's That's break apart. Yeah. And I'm more of a cook it medium so that it's bendy bacon. So I, I can stuff it in a biscuit or something. I think if if you take a cooked piece of bacon after it's had a chance to cool and it doesn't isn't perpendicular, that you didn't cook it long enough. It doesn't have to be burnt, but it shouldn't it shouldn't flop down. Right, in my opinion. Well, I mean, that's I I can eat it just about any way as long as it's cooked. Yeah, it's just some level. So turkey bacon, I'll just I'll just give a pass to. Turkey bacon is pretty bad. I'm just not gonna eat it. I, I, again, that smell when it hits that. Yeah. Griddle or however you cook it that first time. It's just. It's, it's very distinctive. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Uh, do you have any wild and zany dad jokes for the day? No, I don't because I I won't get the same joy without watching Christina's reaction <laughs> on her face. So Yeah, that is, that is a good point. Fun fact about Christina that we'll, we'll need to bring up oh. when we see her again. Okay. Um, her and Colt own a Twilight board game. <laughs> Can we put that in the Thanksgiving bracket of things that we'd like to not do? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe we should have a podcast where we are forced to play a Twilight board game. Or just a we'll board ta- game we'll in talk general. talking about theater. That'd be great. Yeah. I will read one uh, not always right story today, and then we'll break. Okay. Uh, so that he and I can eat and watch, uh, watch Dortmund soccer. Champions so League. This one comes from just Theater USA. Mm-hmm. It's called Getting Crabby at the Box Office. I work in the box office of a theater company that performs different plays throughout the summer. Occasionally, we get calls from people assuming we are a cinema. Okay, that happens here. I answer and say, box office, how can I help you? Customer, uh, yeah, can I place an order with you? Yes, this is the box office. You can order tickets with us. Okay, I'm going to get five crab cakes, two orders of, I'm sorry, what was that? I want five orders of the crab cakes, and I'm sorry, ma'am, this is the box office of the theater at town name customer says what i say the theater at town customer says town name so i'm gonna gonna throw germantown the theater germantown germantown yes this is the box office the box office yes did you want to order some tickets to a play yeah so i want five crab cakes and two orders (laughs) i'm sorry ma'am this isn't a restaurant this is the box office of the theater so you don't have any crab cakes I'm afraid not, ma'am. We only sell tickets to plays. Okay, that was helpful. Thanks. And hangs up. <laughs> Maybe she thought they were putting on the SpongeBob SquarePants musical. <laughs> that could be. That's, that's the so only a Krabby Patty or something Krabby like Patty, that. Krabby Patty, yeah. So, so we appreciate you joining us for this sort of mini pod. We'll call it yeah. a maxi pod. Uh, hope you're, hope you're out of your food stuff. coma. Yeah, exactly. Be safe. Be courteous. Wear a mask yes. so we can all get back to normal. And uh, look for our, uh, we will have December programming, multiple things. So please look for it on our website at gctcomeplay.org. Responsible. Totally. Things to to get out and do safely. But as Mr. Krabs would have said, come spend your money here. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much and talk to you soon. Goodbye.